This is a West Wimmera Health Service podcast. Farmer wants a healthy life. Hello, Brigitte Muir here. I am a storyteller who used to be a mountain climber, and I've been calling the Wimmera home for the last 40 years. In this podcast series, we'll be meeting farmers, talking to experts, and sharing stories about mental health, physical health, and well-being. Footy fans know him as Jumbo Sudolz, the Rapanyaps farmer's son who became a swan player in 1966. After being South Melbourne's best goal kicker for four successive seasons, John returned to the family farm, where he found out that being a farmer ain't quite the same as being a footy player. I tried to turn myself into a farmer that was like when I was playing footy, that everything had to be perfect. And I wasn't a perfect farmer by any stretch of the imagination. And I was trying to do everything that these guys that were really good at what they did, it was a waste of time, waste of resources, waste of energy, waste of activity, because that wasn't me. And I was trying to be something that I wasn't. What what happened to you that well, brought you to a place where you realised you had depression? I didn't realise that uh, I had depression at the time and, and didn't find out until after I had a breakdown and went away to a mental health institution. And, and then that's re- when I realised that my personality had changed. I'd become reserved. I isolated myself, wouldn't socialise and they were all the wrong things to do. When you suffer from stress and depression, you've got this uh, magnificent ability to be able to close it up and not show the person you're talking to or meeting, or even within your own family. Really? And um, uh, which is, that's part of the conditioning, I guess. The people close to you find out, whether it's your partner or uh, your kids or um, people that you work with, they tend to work out that you're not sort of travelling too good. But very few of them have got the courage to be able to say, hey, you need to go and get some help. Did you get anyone telling you that at the time? Um, Yes, my, my wife at the time did. And she was so frustrated with me, um, and that ha- that happened. That happened because uh, she came from a family that had had, the, had similar uh, issues as what uh, I had. And um, in my case, I was uh, I could I'm going to beat this, uh, and that came from my early days as being a competitor. You had to run through that brick wall over there. I'd run through it. It was part of the deal. And this is what I was like when I was suffering from depression. No, bugger it all. I'm going to fix this. I can do it. I can bloody well get through it. But anyway, it didn't happen until such time as I completely crashed. But when I did have me breakdown, I went into the hospital at Rapanyip to the doctor there was a doctor, a locum, and he came from Melbourne. I talked to him. He said, look, I know what's wrong with you. You need to go and see Dr. Such-and-Such at Pine Lodge um, Psychiatric Hospital in Heatherton Road, Dandenong. And I went down there and spent 13 weeks down there. Oh, that's the worst part, worst time of my life ever. I bet. Uh, I wouldn't even wish it on me worst enemy, I tell you. 
what do you call a breakdown? What is a breakdown for those people out there who may be on the verge of a breakdown? When you're having that stage, you're usually lacking a lot of confidence. So it's very difficult to say, look, I'm not feeling too good. So the first person you need to talk to is probably your best mate. And everybody's got a mate. And I talk, I talk a lot about this chap that was my really close friend at the time who had a lot of issues himself. But when I did completely break down, I rang Kyle and he was there within five minutes and drove me to Melbourne to the hospital. And I've still haven't, no, that's 35 years ago. I've still never forgotten it. Like that's that quite amazing when you consider that probably in those days, the general attitude was, come on, guy. Man up, you know. <laughs> when it all boils down is that uh, uh, it comes back to uh, the family closeness. Uh, the most in, the important things in, in life are not necessarily whether you've got the best farm, whether you're growing the best crops or whether you the climbed the highest mountain or whatever it might be. That's not necessarily like their goals to achieve, but... Are they, in my opinion, are they the best things in life to achieve? In those days, it was, those were the things that were important to me. But now, there's a hell of a lot of other things that are important to me. It doesn't go away and it never will go away and you'll always live with it. The most important part is you need to manage it. My method of of dealing with the uh, depression is getting away from home and meeting new people and talking to new people and that's how I deal with it and that's why this last 12 months been so hard. Did medication help you? Medication did for a start. Well when I first went to uh, down to Melbourne, like when I crashed. I wasn't on medication prior to that. But then when I went to Melbourne, well, I, they put me on uh, antidepressants, pretty severe ones. Luckily, I was able to gradually be taken off that medication. And I haven't taken uh, medication for depression for probably 30 years. But from my point of view, if you need to take medication, you need to take medication. It's taking medication is not a, a um, failure or a something that you should get worried about because some people have to take it. Like a depression cost me a relationship and it was the first 15 years of my marriage was a very good relationship. The next five to six was a bit tense and the last five was bloody hopeless. That was when I had me breakdown and then gradually I was lost because I was on my own for a number of years and then I got sick of being the way I was and I said, well, stuff it all, I've got to change things here. I'm going to start doing a few things that I enjoy and what I used to enjoy. And that's uh, I did that and anyway, then that's where I moved on in life and then uh, met my now partner for 25 or 6 years. And we're mentioning that you do a lot of exercise. Does that help? Yes, it does. It's, exercise is one of the major things. Now, I don't care whether you're 4 or 104. Exercise, for a start, it makes you use energy. So therefore, when you use energy, you get tired. And then when you go to bed at night, you actually sleep. 
but exercise can mean a lot of whole lot of things. It can be mean going shopping and don't park the car out the front of every shop and walk. Got a, a bunch of mates, there's 13 of us that all meet at the gym at half past seven to half past eight every morning. We get on the treadmill, on the bike, some do weights, some use the medicine ball, some will do a few laps in the lap pool, others will just stand in the heated pool and, uh, and that's good therapy too for your aching joints. Bowls Club is very good for me emotionally. I love the um, communication, I love the mateship and the fellowship that you get from Bowls Clubs. And my old uncle said to me many, many years ago that he played bowls and he said, it didn't matter where you went in this world, if you took your bowls, you could go and find a game and meet some people. What would you like to leave people with? Well, well, for a start, the people is that they've got to uh, analyse the, uh, their life and if they are going through a tough time, uh, don't be frightened to go and ask somebody for help or talk to somebody and try to uh, at least... Um, ask or take in some advice that they may offer. Shall I finish in saying is that life continues to go on. The world will continue to evolve whether it's good or bad and you and I will live happily ever after and somebody down the track will uh, (laughs) have uh, some good memories, will hopefully have some good memories of what we were like. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure and an honour to spend time with you, John, Jumbo. (laughs) And thank you for being not only honest with yourself, but for using that feeling to help people and inspire them to do the right thing for themselves. Good on you, Bridget. What an inspiration. That was John Jumbo Sudolt, former footy player and mental health advocate. If you need help, or know someone who does, you will find numbers to call in the words attached to this episode. Until next, have a healthy life, won't you? Farmer wants a healthy life.